As moms, we all face those moments when we notice that our kiddos have developed habits that we'd rather they didn't have. From leaving a trail of toys behind, to pee on the seat, dishes left at the table after meals, and shoes kicked off in the middle of the entryway. Now your kids' tendencies may look very different from another mom's kids' tendencies, but if you have kids, you have kids who have some undesirable habits. Whether it's things that we just thought would get better and we let slide, or even bad habits that they pick up from us, from friends, or from other family members, one thing is for sure. We don't want them and we want them out of here. But here's the thing. We don't have to resort to harsh tactics to get rid of those undesirable habits and instill positive change in our kiddos. It's time to shift gears and embrace a more nurturing approach that not only helps them form better habits, but also strengthens the bond between us, which empowers them and it also keeps them in relationship with us, which instills cooperation within them. Because if you've been around here for a minute, you know that connected kids are cooperative kids. In this Quick Tip Tuesday episode, we're diving into the tricky topic of kids and their bad habits. Let's face it, we've all been there, struggling to help our little ones form better habits without resorting to the constant yelling, nagging, threatening, or bribing. It can be absolutely exhausting, right? Fear not, sweet mama, I have got a game-changing quick tip that will turn the tide and make habit building a breeze for both you and your kids. Tune in to discover a refreshing approach that avoids the usual pitfalls and allows you to ditch the micromanaging and broken record mode. Say goodbye to stress and hello to positive, effective change for your family. Let's unlock the secret to nurturing better habits together. Let's get started. You know motherhood should be sweeter than this. You are done being stressed out, overwhelmed, and barely keeping your head above water. You've tried to be everything to everyone, and you completely lost yourself in the process. The house is a mess, the kids don't listen, and you can hardly remember the last time you had a date night and really connected with your man. And sleep? What's that? In the middle of the distraction, the noise, the laundry, and the dishes, you started to think that you had to choose between having a successful career or staying home with your kids. But the truth is, you can have it all. The successful career, fun, connected relationships, and a home that feels like a refuge. I'm Kim Macklin, mamahood mentor and certified professional life coach, military spouse of 22 years, classroom teacher turned homeschooling mama to three amazing kiddos, and the host of this podcast, where you will be equipped and empowered to create your own joyful mamahood as you navigate working from home and raising incredible humans. It's time to trade chaos for calm and begin to truly love being a mom, no matter what season of motherhood you are in, so you can yell less, laugh more, and finally rock your career and your motherhood without sacrificing your marriage. Grab your favorite drink or your latest load of laundry, and let's dive deep into positive parenting, time management, marriage, and family. They say raising kids takes a village, mama. Welcome to the hood. 
Mama. Welcome back to the Joyful Mamahood Positive Parenting, Time Management, Marriage, and Family Podcast. I am, as always, so happy to be sitting in front of this mic and blessing you and your family with some new tips and tricks that you can try to create more peace, connection, and harmony in your family, in your life, in yourself. I know you know the feeling. You walk around your house and you see things out of place. You're seeing dishes on the table or shoes in the walkway or dirty laundry where it's not supposed to be. And you have said so many times for the kids to do what you want them to do and you feel like a broken record. You know that they know that they're supposed to do the thing, but they don't do the thing and it's so frustrating. So you have, you know, resorted to bribery, to nagging, to rewards, to threatening, to punishing. Like how many times have you said, if you don't pick up this toy, then I'm going to throw it away, right? And then of course, like eventually they know that you're serious. So they pick up the toy because they want to keep the toy. They don't want you to throw it away. Or maybe your kids are older like mine and they come home and they grab something to eat and then they get up and the plate is still on the bar and they walk off to their room and you're like, bruh, (laughs) where is your dish, right? Like, why is it that you can come in here and eat and just get up and leave for the dish fairy to come take care of your plates? Like, seriously, come over to the Joyful Mamahood Positive Parenting, Time Management, Marriage and Family Community. The link is in the show notes. And let's chat about the bad habits that your kiddos have. And I think that one of the things that's so frustrating for many of us moms is that we're seeing some of the same behaviors in our kids and the same bad habits that we don't like in our spouses or we don't like in ourselves even that actually have been learned behaviors. And so much of the time, we're just dumb right? We're like, bad habit, bad habit, bad habit, bad habit. And we're like, you know what? We are going to create some new habits around here. And the biggest mistake that moms make in doing this is that they try to overhaul this whole system all at once and they don't have the energy to follow through or they have, you know, half a dozen kids and they're dealing with, six dozen problems, right? And so instead of focusing in on one thing or two things, they are like all done, all done, and start to just revamp the whole house, the whole um, atmosphere of the family. And a lot of times this is a pattern that kids expect. And so they're like, ah, mom's on the bandwagon again. She is going to, you know, she's not, she's gonna get tired. She's not going to follow through. And they're like, okay, we'll play along for a little while. And then you start to slide. So they start to slide. So my number one tip for busy moms to be able to help empower your kids to create better habits is to choose one habit that you want to work on and work on one thing at a time. What do you have energy for? What do you have energy to enforce? It honestly is better to start small and build your consistency and your confidence. And you're really, every time that you are doing this, you are celebrating a win and 
when you have those wins, you are more confident in being able to instill a new habit the next time. So start small. Pick one thing that you have the energy for. So if you're done at the end of the night, you're probably not going to want to choose something that is like the last thing right before your kids go to bed to be able to help them remember. So let's take the dirty dishes on the counter example. And you want to get rid of this habit, right? So you can't just eliminate the the habit. You have to replace it with something else. So the habit is your kid gets up when they're finished eating and they leave the table. What habit do you want to replace that with? What is your family's expectation for where dishes go when they're finished eating? Do you want them in the sink? Do you want them in the dishwasher? How do you want them put in the dishwasher? So do you want them just plopped in the dishwasher or does your dishwasher need you to like wash the dishes before you wash the dishes, right? Then you teach the child what to do. You are going to want to model this and to have a conversation around it. And you're also going to want to make sure that you are 100% available to be able to follow through on whatever habit you are trying to replace or good habit that you are trying to instill. So again, with the dishes on the counter, if you know that your kids typically help themselves to breakfast or um, sit at the bar top or at the table while you're getting ready or doing other things, you're going to want to change the structure of your morning to make sure that you are out nearby where your kids are when they are finishing up with their food so that you can catch them in the moment of the undesirable habit. If that's not something that you can do and you are at work and your kids come home from the bus and they get their afternoon snacks and you come home and there's stuff all over, that's okay. I'm going to share with you a way that you can get your kids on board and really problem solve with them in just a minute. If your habit that you want to instill is them brushing their teeth before they go to bed or following a bedtime routine, you're going to want to make sure that you are available to be there nearby next to them depending on what their age is, but fully present in the bedtime routine so that you can very easily remind them or ask them what their next step is in getting ready for bed. If you're trying to get a a bedtime routine going where there's say five things that they need to do, you can create a checklist with them and then say, okay, what's next on your list? And then they're answering those questions. This is actually one of the things that makes coaching so effective is that great coaches ask great questions. And so when I'm working with my clients, I'm going to be asking them questions that allow them to think about what their response is, how they were triggered, what their day, what they want their day to look like, what they want to fall into different time blocks, how they're going to approach a conversation with a partner so that they can communicate skillfully with them. And you're essentially taking on the role of a coach with your kids. And this eliminates you 
being the nag or being the broken record that's constantly telling your kids what to do when they just tune you out and don't want to do what you want them to do. Are you tired of feeling guilty and regretful as a mom? Like you aren't doing enough or you wish you could just do things differently? Are you looking for a solution to create more peace and fulfillment in your life without feeling guilty about wanting more than spending your days with these beautiful people you are raising? Well, my friend, I have some great news for you. On July 6th, I am giving away some of my best kept secrets for free. Yep, that's right, absolutely free. As a classroom teacher turned homeschooling mom to three kids, an entrepreneur and a military spouse who often has to wear all the hats and be everything to everyone in seasons of solo parenting, I have faced the struggles of balancing work, volunteer, and home life while trying to maintain meaningful relationships with my family and friends and meet my own need for fun. After loads of trials and errors, I have discovered the key to thriving in motherhood and creating a well-run home where everyone is happy, supported, and connected. Here are the key benefits that you will gain from attending this event. You will learn how to avoid the three big mistakes that keep you from showing up as the calm, present mom you are meant to be. You'll create harmony between your work life, your home life, and the pleasure and fulfillment you crave without feeling guilty for wanting more. You'll cultivate meaning relationships with your spouse and kids. You'll enlist support through delegation, clear communication, and authentic connection. And you will create a culture of teamwork in your home where everyone owns their responsibilities without micromanaging, threatening, yelling, punishing, or controlling. I am a mom who has been where you are. I know the struggles and challenges of motherhood firsthand. But through nearly two decades of parenting and countless hours in the classroom and in professional development, I have discovered the keys to creating a joyful mamahood. I am trustworthy and I am committed to helping you achieve peace, connection, and unity in your home. So don't miss out on this life-changing event. Join me on July 6th at 11.30 Eastern Daylight Time 8.30 a.m. Pacific Daylight Time, and ditch mom guilt and cultivate a joyful mamahood. This event is free and the tools and strategies you will gain are priceless. You can sign up now at the link in the show notes. It's bit.ly slash ditch mom guilt 723. Remember, not knowing these tools and strategies will keep you stressed out, overwhelmed, and burdened by mom guilt. Let's change that together. See you there. I hear you. I hear you. You're like, okay, Kim, I've already tried this one habit at a time thing, and I'm still nagging my kid about one habit at a time. And I'm, a, I feel like a broken record just saying over and over again, clear your places, clear your places. You didn't do, get your dish. You left your dish on the counter. Go get, how many times do I have to tell you? Clear your place, right? Or how many times do I have to tell you? Go brush your teeth. I told you five times and you're still sitting here playing. Well, this is where the strategy changes. And what I'm going to offer you today is a different way to approach those reminders. And the best way to do this is to really get your kid on board. 
A great opportunity for making this happen is in a family meeting where you will come together and you'll just say, hey, I noticed that we've got a big problem with people leaving their dishes on the counter when they're finished eating. And your kids will be like, oh yeah, I totally do that. And you'll be like, okay, so I want to help you instill a new habit for our family and for yourself to make things go more smoothly and to get rid of this tension. Do you like it when I am nagging you about cleaning your, your dish? Or do you like it when I have to interrupt you in what you're doing and ask you to come back out to tend to what you left? And they're going to say like, no, it actually kind of sucks and you're annoying, right? I and mean, maybe they won't say that, but they're definitely thinking that. And you're gonna wanna ask them like, hey, what's the issue here? Like, what's the obstacle in getting you to remove your dish from the counter when you're finished eating. And they'll just be like, well, I'm done eating and I just don't even think about it because I'm focused on the next thing. And that's when you get to say, okay, this is a habit that you really need to build because you can't in your adult life just leave this here and expect somebody else is gonna come behind you and clean it up. It's not fair to you, it's not fair to other people that you live with. If you have roommates in college or get married and have a spouse, like it's just not an optimal way to live your life. So I'd like to come alongside you and help you. I wanna partner with you to be able to create this new habit where you don't have to be interrupted from the thing that you're doing. And I don't have to feel yucky when I walk out into the kitchen and I see this dish on the table or I see this the dishes on the counter. So. Do you have any ideas? And they may come up with some things. They may not come up with some things. If you're talking with little kids, they'll actually come up with some really funny things. Um, totally like off the wall, um, really wouldn't work. And you just are like, okay, well, we can try that. Or if you can tell that they're joking, then you laugh and then you can come up with something that's like totally off the wall and make them laugh. But the bottom line is when you leave this family meeting or you leave you know, their bed when you're talking to them at night, you're going to say, I am going to help you remember. And this is why you have to have the capacity to be able to instill this habit because you are going to be needing to be on top of it. And if you don't have the capacity to follow through, it's not worth it because all you're doing is instilling that they don't have to do the thing that you want them to do because you're not going to follow through. And this is where the no nagging, no broken record way of doing this comes through. So now the next time that your kid goes to eat some food and then leaves their plate on the table, you are going to just be like, hey, I told you I would help you remember. And they're going to be like, remember what? What did, what did she say she was going to help me remember? Oh, to clear my place. And they're going to come back and they're going to clear their place. And this is why it's really great for you to be present at the times where the bad habit usually occurs or when the bad habit usually occurs that you want to replace. And if time has already elapsed and you walk out and you have like older kids, you are going to want to go in connect with them first. So put your hand on their shoulder or be like, you know, oh, I see that you're playing this video game or, oh, it looks like you're reading a great book. Hey, I told you I was going to help you remember. 
And they're going to be like, huh? And then they're like, oh, yeah, sorry, I forgot. And you're like, I know, that's why I said I was going to help you remember. You can go take care of it now, please. And they're going to get up and they're going to take care of it. And you don't have to be the one who's nagging and saying the same thing over and over again, because now they're more empowered and they're equipped versus you, them feeling like you are bossing them around. An alternative to this would be just casually walking in and being like, hey, I noticed that your dishes are still on the counter. And for the most part, they are going to be, especially if you connect with them, they are going to be like, oh yeah, I forgot to do that. I really don't think that most of our kids are deliberately trying to inconvenience us or trying to make our lives more difficult or trying to be disrespectful. They're just not focused on what we're focused on. It's not their priority to have a clean counter. It is our priority to have a clean counter. And so for the most part, they're just getting up and doing their thing. And we honestly, if we are completely honest with ourselves, there are plenty of times that we know that we should follow through on something that we need to do. And we're either just not thinking about it because it's not a great habit, or we're like, oh, I'll come back to it and I'll get it later. And we're like, oh, it's just going to be a couple of minutes. I'll come back. And then we never come back. And so to be able to offer our kids grace and give them reminders, because sometimes we need reminders too, to be able to do those things. And one of the ways that you can give yourself a reminder to follow through is to set some timers on your phone for times that you know, are more problematic. So if it's mealtime, set a timer on your phone for around the time that mealtimes occur or end so that you can follow through. And if you are trying to instill a new habit at bedtime, set a timer, you know, 10 minutes before you're going to start the bedtime routine just to keep your focus and know like, okay, I got to wrap up what I'm doing so that I can spend the next five to 10 minutes making sure that my kid follows through on the things that they need to do. So that's it. Join me in the Joyful Mamahood community and share what's working for you, how this is working, what you've decided to focus on habit-wise, and any questions that come up. I am happy to answer your questions, and if I get enough questions, I can even do a live podcast episode answering your questions. As always, thank you so much for listening and allowing me to be a voice in your life. I will see you in the next episode. Hey, Mama. Before you go, did you know that there is a community specifically for Joyful Mamahood listeners? That's right. Even though this episode is over, we don't have to say goodbye just yet. Grab a friend and follow the link to the Joyful Mamahood community in the show notes for deeper conversations around today's episode and to connect with other mamas in the hood. Thanks for listening to the Joyful Mamahood podcast with your host, Kim Macklin. If you loved this episode, please subscribe on your favorite podcast app and take a moment to review it on iTunes. Your review helps other mamas find this podcast and lets me know that you are loving what you hear. You can also take a screenshot of this episode, tag me, and share it on your socials. Now get out there and create your own Joyful Mamahood.